Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 123 of the Dorksman Podcast. I am Collector Clint. One, two, three, Nate sucks. <laughs> in case you didn't know, that was Joey. And we're filling in for a missing Nate, at least is what we're saying, uh, as a special guest who we will let introduce himself. Hey, everybody. This is Austin, a.k.a. The Funko Hunko, a.k.a. Double Underscore. <laughs> double Underscore. That's right. The rest of your name is Incidental. Double Underscore go. is all that matters. Right. Thanks for joining <laughs> us today, Austin. Um, let's do some housekeeping. So as you guys can tell, Nate's not here. Nate's enjoying a little time off, which good for him. He's been working really hard, so I hope he's enjoying that. Um, even though uh, Joey has other thoughts on the... <laughs> no, I hope he enjoys his time. It's just, it was episode one, two, three, Nate wasn't here, so it just kind of worked out. Sure, sure. Say he I... sucks. <laughs> as long as we get it out there somewhere. Anyway, I'll try to do some housekeeping. So, dorksman at gmail.com is where you can email us. Feel free to do that at any time. Um, we are on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, the underscore dorksman. We probably have, I think we're on MySpace as the underscore dorksman as well. I nice. Go check that sometime. I know we have a MySpace account. I, I've done nothing with it, but again, I made it during the Instagram Facebook outage of 21, whenever that was, for the whole 20 minutes when we were bored. So that does exist. Someday we'll actually look into it. We're on Facebook too, even though you know everything gets automated out there is through Podbean, which is another place you can listen to our podcast. Speaking of, the podcast can be heard wherever you're listening to it now, but it should be able to be listened to anywhere. But we would recommend CrossTheStreamsMedia.com because it is a great central hub to listen to our podcast, along with so many others, including Three Beers and a Mic and uh, the, the Burt Reynolds, Charles Bronson podcast, Beering Ain't Easy, Front Row Negative, and there's just something for everybody. We'll get to a couple others here in a second. As I mentioned, that there is still Dorksman Bingo happening. I know we haven't been ringing the bell as much, but if you are still interested in doing it, it is still there. Andrew from the Brothers Newland and the Toy Rewind podcast still updates that. Thank you, sir. And DorksmanBingo.com is compliments of the STS guys and uh, Totally Rad Movie podcast. Larry, thank you again, sir. Um, I think uh, there's one other thing. So, um, I'll mention this set again. In case you guys have been following our social media, as you should, we have an awesome raffle going on right now to benefit Extra Life. It is Pineapple Madness Ramble, uh, one of four that were made by the guys at Vancer Toys. Uh, the other three, of course, belong to Nate, Joey, and myself because we are awesome and we also, they made them, so we took them. Uh, we did pay for them. They weren't gifts because we very much value their time and their effort and their creativity. So this one, though, will only cost you five bucks with the donation uh, to Extra Life or a $5 increment. You can do as many $5 increments as you'd like with the hashtag ramble on for Extra Life in your comments. So please feel free to enter and good luck to those that do. It will cost you $5 for a chance to win it. Probably there need to go. clarify that real quick. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not used to the housekeeping. Okay, so I think I got everything. If I didn't, please let me know. So um, I think we're going to push that aside and move on to our favorite. Ask the Dorksman. Remember, if you ever want to ask a Dorksman question, hashtag Ask the Dorksman, mainly on Twitter. You could try it on Instagram, even though I don't think anyone has. I mean, or except one person has. I did catch it, but you're welcome to do it there too. So our first question comes from Night Bodega, former guest Manny. Would you rather open presents for the Christmas as soon as it turns midnight or wait until the morning? I Excuse me. I prefer midnight because I'm already drinking holiday cheer. Also, rather sleep in. I'm curious as to what drinking holiday cheer means. Like, what what kind of beverage is he drinking that he just calls it holiday cheer? I'm I'm wondering what this is. Is it just like some festive eggnog, or does he have another concoction that he that he you know mixes up, especially yeah, for Christmas? Yeah, he just mixes everything in his fridge. 
It's whatever's left over from the year. Puts just in goes in a pitcher. Yeah. I don't know if that's really holiday cheer, but uh, yeah. That's what he calls it, holiday cheer. <laughs> I'm okay with it. There we go. Um, so we have a new segment called Ask the Manny, apparently. Yeah. Really? I, uh, I don't... It's varied um, throughout my life. Like, um, at one point when I was a kid, um, my mom used to do 12 Days of Christmas with me. Okay. So she would get, like, really small little gifts and give them to me, you know, the 12 days leading up to Christmas. Um, I've had situations before um, when I was a kid and with my kids where we opened up one present on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And then all the rest of them got saved uh, for Christmas morning. Um, some of that's dictated by whether McGuire was with me or whether his mom and, you know, when we opened them and what we opened and all that kind of stuff. My preference, though, is to just wait for Christmas morning for everything. To me, mm-hmm. that's that's the day to do it. Christmas Eve is more... I think a day where you maybe have some kind of tradition in your family, whether that's going out to eat or whether that's going to church or whether that's a combination of those two or whether that's sitting around and baking cookies or making gingerbread houses or whatever. That's kind of Christmas Eve to me, whereas Christmas Day, that's when presents get opened that morning. Unless, again, situation dictates otherwise, like you're visiting family that afternoon or whatever on Christmas Eve and you're you know just going to see them on Christmas Eve, on Christmas mm-hmm. Day, and when open stuff. But my preference would be to save all presents for Christmas Day. Hmm. Interesting. I, I guess I never even thought about opening everything at midnight. That's never a question that's popped in my head or has been presented to me. That's that's not something I had ever thought of either. Like that's not even on my radar as a right. thing waiting up because it's always get the kids to bed as early as possible um, on Christmas Eve for for gift um, mm-hmm. giving under can you the picture tree. Manny? <laughs> can, you, can you picture Manny just sitting there in like full matching pajamas, like waiting <laughs> just for the clock to strike midnight? Just While drinking holiday cheer, holiday cheer, yes. yes, out of his out of his pitcher. I absolutely, I absolutely actually can, and I could see, I could see him saying, "No, no, it's eleven fifty nine, not yet." Right. Hold on. Like hold yeah, on. New Year's countdown. Holding off the family until. <laughs> That's yeah, right. I never even thought about the midnight. Thing. I, I I like the idea, but I, I think it absolutely matters on the kids and who else is involved. Like you said, a Christmas um, morning is a is a tradition though. Like I've mm-hmm. I've never heard of any people that just. Waited up till midnight. Oh, it's Christmas Day. We get open presents now. It's like, no, it's Christmas morning. But again, I do like I do like the question because I do like to sleep in. Um, like right now, there's no chance. And there's no chance not because I wouldn't be into it. There's no chance because my daughter couldn't stay awake till midnight. It just mm. wouldn't happen, which is fine, which is probably preferred because then she'll go to bed, you know. Anyway, so um, for us, it is absolutely Christmas. Well, I shouldn't say it. it's Christmas morning when we do like family gifts and stuff like that. We do. My parents before will do her parents afterwards, but the actual day is is kind of it. Like again, I, I've I've heard the present one present at Christmas Eve. Um, I've heard of other things leading up to the presents, the main attraction or the main show, but I've I've never heard of this midnight concept. So I, mm-hmm. I was curious what everyone else thought. Uh, Austin, I'd be curious to hear what you have to say. Not having kids. Oh, you think I don't have kids? I'm just joking. I'm <laughs> well, that you, you have some explaining to do, actually. <laughs> Uh, Abby, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just joking. Anyway. It's, it's just three. Just three illegitimate children. <laughs> oh, it's an odd uh, number, so it's okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I haven't heard of this uh, midnight thing either. Um, I always was the whole, like, Chris, one gift on Christmas Eve growing up. You know, it's it's become, of course, more tame and more tame over the years. But 
I've always been excited for Christmas, even, you know. You have. Me, I, I guess I consider, yeah, <laughs> I guess I consider myself grown up now. But uh, I, I still wake up a little early, maybe about seven or eight. We always try to do something special for breakfast around that time. And we, yeah, we, we kind of try to hold it off, not as much as we can, but just enjoy the morning and then do the presents after we're done with that so yeah i'm uh i'm not drinking holiday cheer but i'm uh i guess i'm soaking it in you know <laughs> soaking it in nice. soak in that cheer right through your pores all right. in like a sponge like a sponge <laughs> <laughs> he didn't call you a bum he called you a sponge um all right very good well manny i responded to your twitter thank you for sharing that question I, I, I do want our follow-up about what holiday cheer is, so make sure you let us know exactly what that entails. Even if it isn't specific or constant, it changes. I still want to hear what holiday cheer is that you are consuming at midnight. I look forward to that, especially it's on a Saturday this year, so you know, hopefully nobody's working. Excellent. All right, our second question comes from the one and the only AOK20 on Twitter, Kelly O'Brien herself. She asks, what's the worst gift you can think of all capitalized to receive. So this is something made up. She needs gift ideas, please and thank you. <laughs> so I don't know who she needs the gift ideas for, but um, how old is that question too? It, it actually is just from this previous week. Really? Okay, that's 15. interesting. Yeah. Um. So worst worst gift mm-hmm. to get. Um. I don't know, like, you know, back in the day, you know, there's there's a thing, and I don't know if Austin has reached that age yet of actually being an adult, because I think the true is mark not, of when, I think the true mark of when you have actually reached adulthood is when you actually look forward to receiving socks and underwear for Christmas, and and I don't know if Austin, have you reached that point yet? Uh, you know, I've... I did get underwear last year, and I was actually pretty excited about okay, it. Okay, so, so guess, you're officially an adult. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Was it like was it novelty underwear, or was it like real? Whoa, Clint! Was, Clint! It was, it was, hey, hold off on, on the on the. That's, that's another podcast. That's personal. I'm not saying it's not dorky like after dark. I'm saying is it like they have like yeah, Santa Claus on it or something like that, or was it like genuinely something you wear daily? Or no, nah, I'm a boxer briefs guy. If anybody's curious, just the gray and the black, you know. Okay, uh, so it's actually something you'll wear like all the time. Okay, all the time. Because that that does matter. Because I hope so. To get yeah. that cheesy, you know, I've gotten mustache underwear for um, nice for, and I love it. But right. you know, it's not something I wear every every day. I wear it during November, so that's why right. I asked the question. Well, this this episode theme is actually about underwear and not about what we're about to talk about <laughs> anyway. So there we go. So go. so that used to be my answer. Now I. I will tell you this because it's hard for me to say that there's a a, a gift I would hate to get because I mean as long as somebody's taken the the time and the energy to to get me a gift I'm I'm gonna be appreciative of it. The one thing I dislike though, so I'll I'll answer the question this way, is if you're doing one of those gift exchanges, whether you call it Dirty Santa or White Elephant or there's various names for it, everybody knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. The the thing that I hate getting there is gift cards. Like, I don't mind normally getting a gift card as a present. Like, if somebody got me, like, 
a Nike gift card or even just like one of the plain Visa gift cards that you can use wherever. I, I get it. Some people are hard to shop for. You just want to get them that. I, I get that. But to me, doing one of the gift card things at a gift exchange is lame. And that's what I hate is when I go to a gift exchange and one of the presents or more sometimes is a gift card. I do hate that. So I'm going to use that as my answer. Interesting. Well, actually, actually, we're having a, a Christmas party in a couple of days, me and Abby, and inviting friends, and we're doing Dirty Santa. And one of the rules is not to make, bring a gift card yes, with thank that you. price limit. People to be creative. <laughs> I used to do one with my with my wife's family, and it eventually got big enough. The family got big enough to where they did a, a, a guy's and a girl's one. Um, mm-hmm. And the guys, at one point, had gotten to the point where they had to say, please no gift cards and no knives. Because that was like the, <laughs> the two things that most showed up at the gift gift exchange was knives and gift cards. Body wash or something. Yeah. Body wash I might be into. Or you there could always you re-gift it. It's like the candle everybody gets, re-gifts, right? Right. What are the other rules for your gift exchange coming up, Austin? Uh, just uh, other than that, there are no rules. Be ruthless. Yeah. What's the spe- what's the, Is there a spending limit? Uh, we, we said 20 to 25, we didn't want to make it too much, especially Mm -hmm. since this is a bunch of college kids just hanging out. So one of the most awkward gift exchanges I went to was the, the people, some of the people there had apparently only done gag gift exchanges before and had never done legit ones. And and this was one for like a church. So like, it was like the church group and it was like mostly people doing like actual gifts, even if it was like candles or, you know, a cheese spreader type thing, you know, but like some people got like, not like mm, adult gifts, but like actual, like silly stuff, like a Chia pet, for example, or something like that. And people (laughs) were like, what is oh yay it's, I got the cheap doesn't somebody want to steal this yeah that's right it's up on the <laughs> altar oh gosh no there shall be um, no false gods before we yeah, include this a, chia pet sonic the hedgehog oh no, oh, no. <laughs> but it's a serious one it's it's not a gag gift one i, I guess that is a, another rule just like yeah but you need being, to make it so everybody knows it's either a serious one or a gag gift one don't let there be right. like a crossover between the two that that makes things awkward okay texting them now Keep your receipts. <laughs> Keep your receipts. That's right. Even though it's funny, I've gone. I, I've done this multiple times. I've, I I had to do it again because I was surprised it worked. I've gone to multiple gift exchanges, and I think they're like ten bucks because it really was like, you know, mm-hmm. even that, that amount, you kind of think it's just to throw away something, right, or a bottle of wine or something. Both times I brought toilet paper, and both times it was traded the max number of toy- times. That's um, funny. People That's just great. wanted it. I'm like, I didn't mean for that to happen, but okay. Man. I mean, you want to have it. <laughs> You know? Man, I bet it was a hot commodity, especially last year. This that. was years ago, so yeah, it wasn't. It was during the you know the the drought of toilet paper, but it definitely happened. I was still shocked. So if anybody's looking for a good gag gift, toilet paper seems to be very popular. So uh, right. you know, just a thought. Um, I, I to answer Kelly's question, the worst gift I can think to receive is a boat. Just a boat, a, like a gravy boat. Uh, no, a real like a real boat. I always think of like uh, on. If I went on like um, the Price is Right, I would hate to win a boat because a I have no place to put a boat. I'm in this freaking landlocked state. I do. I mean, there's like little you know I won't call them lakes, but ponds or whatever you want to call. So there's no place to really put it. And b taxes on it would be a beast. So a boat 
would be a horrible gift to receive. Uh, I don't know if that's. I don't know exactly what she's looking for. That's the weirdest answer. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, don't get me a boat. That's I'm so lame. Up. Everybody keeps getting me boats for Christmas. I wish people would stop getting me boats. Especially if you already named the boat. Yeah, I don't. I don't want that. Boaty McBoatface. Any any kind, like a no paddle, no kayak, or nothing. Anything. I don't want a dinghy. I don't want a kayak. I don't want a yacht. Do not a get pool me a bull noodle. I don't even know what a bull noodle is, but a I don't pool want one. A pool noodle. Oh, pool. A bull noodle. <laughs> what, like, what the hell are you talking about? Bull noodle. That's a different discussion. A pool. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. So, um, but I, you know, that'd be that'd be worse. Now, if you're thinking of more, um, you know, I'm going to say reasonable. I guess um, I do like the gift card answer because it's very, very uh, impersonal. But you know what? I don't need. I don't need a watch. Don't give me a watch. Especially a cheesy watch, unless it has something fun on it, like a calculator or a Mario game <laughs> or something like that. I don't, I don't need a watch, especially a, like a twenty dollars watch. Don't give me that. Dang, no man. watch I, or I no bought, boat. I bought Clint a boat and a watch and a watch with a boat on it, so I got to refer yeah, all I, that stuff. I a wait, 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 wait. A watch with a boat on it would count as something extra with uh, the watch. Too late. Already clicked return on Amazon. <laughs> You you're, are quick, you're out of luck. I, I am. I've got another tab brought open. Just it was like two negatives to make a positive on that one with the boat with the water watch with the boat on it. You know. Anyway, that's what I'm going with, Kelly. I hope that helped. Austin, nice. what you got? Well, you know, like the discretion Joey gave. You know, you'll accept, I guess, anything that's given to you after being like, oh no, you didn't have to do that. But uh, in you know previous years the thing I really don't understand what people give at Christmas, like as a gift is like a Christmas, like decoration. I don't know if this has ever happened to y'all or if y'all have done that. If so, you know, just hear me out for a second. Um, I don't know, just receiving a Christmas decoration for Christmas and putting it up a couple of days later in your attic. I just don't understand the, I mean, I, I get it. You could put it up next year, but it's just something that immediately came to mind. When now, on the other hand, I do that. think it's a good gift for either a gift exchange or, like, um, if it's somebody you're going to see to exchange gifts maybe a week or two before Christmas. Right. That if way it can actually Christmas, be utilized. Yeah. Definitely. But, like, if on Christmas Day, yeah, that is kind of – unless it's an ornament. I think that's the one exception that, that I would say, me personally, well, and you're, you're is saying if like they a, gave you an ornament. A personal ornament, though. Not like, here, here's a here's a 12-pack of red balls. You're saying something more personalized. Right. Exactly. Okay. Like, one of the Hallmark – or, like, you know, like – Clint, like if your wife got you like like a Funko Pop, like if there was a Rick and Morty, you know, ornament, which there's not yet, but there are other ones, so maybe sure. next year. Um, but like if she gave you that, like like something like that, or if my wife gave me a you know a Groot, you know, uh, the Hallmark Funko <laughs> line of ornaments, you know, something like that. But I, yeah, I, no, I, not just like a twelve pack of the red and gold <laughs> garlands. That's not what I was talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, I have I mean, a haunted mansion Hallmark ornament I got last year. Since it's you know haunted mansion themed, I keep it up. You know, in on the shelves all year round. So something like that definitely is a yeah. is a, is a really good gift, especially if it pertains to like a fandom or pop culture. But if you're, you know, giving a giving a piece of a strand of garland or something to somebody, I, I don't know about that. And it's happened to me before. Interesting, interesting. All right, Kelly, I hope that helps um, with whatever question you actually <laughs> asked that for. But that is our answers on that. So again, no boats. No boats. That's right. Hashtag okay. Ask the Dorksman for anybody who wants to ask us questions. We'll put periodical reminders, especially on Twitter. But please, even at 2 in the morning on a Tuesday, if it pops in your head, feel free to tweet it out because we will be happy to add it to the queue along with uh, 
all the others we have. Manny has quite a plethora of questions we still need to go to, which we honestly really appreciate. But what I'm getting at is we hold on to them. We like them. We'll find a place for them. Please ask. Please cool. ask. Please ask. That just please ask. All right, and then we'll we'll get back to ask the ask the Manny. Hopefully, he'll answer his question about what holiday cheer he's drinking. So we are talking. This is going to be another, as we call them. Um, I almost said Stonehenge, which is totally wrong. Mount <laughs> um, Rushmore, More like Stonehenge. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're oh, no. talking about the um, <laughs> Mount Rushmore <laughs> kind of like episode. And this time, we're doing our four. I don't even call them least. I think we're actually going to call them worst. Holiday movies. Most disliked. Most disliked. Okay. I'm Least favorite. That. Garbage. So, Four um, most garbage holiday movies. There you go. I, I could or have something. Said it. I don't know. I could I'm have said it better. Kind of I'm going to tone it down a little bit. Uh, it's all right. You're good. You're good. <laughs> um, that's, so anyway, that's what we're talking about today. So uh, I think we're going to kind of go around the virtual room here and let you start out. Uh, Joey, I'll let you start out first. I, I'm going to go last just because I haven't thought of mine complete yet. And I'm sure there'll be discussion, and we will go from there. So, Joey, the floor is yours. Okay. So, first of all, um, Iron Man 3 would have been on this list, except it's not a Christmas movie, so I couldn't put it on the list. It's just a movie that takes place during Christmas. Let's clarify that, people. If it's a movie that takes place during Christmas, it's not really a Christmas movie. Uh, Christmas movies are about Christmas, not just about something else that takes place during Christmas. So I anyway. can't remember. Did we decide Die Hard was a Christmas movie? I think that's one of the ones that we designated as kind of a gray area one. Um, or at least I did. Um, or at least I am now. I don't remember what I said last time. Who knows? I don't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. Um, but, like, so it does take place during Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I don't know. I guess if I'm using my own rule, it's not. Shut up, Clint. We're not talking about Die Hard right now. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm just making sure people understand that's, that's where there it stands. And, I mean, it I, is I'm a old... movie I watched during Christmas. But, yeah, yes, if we're thinking about it. And I think that's the other thing, too, you can say. Is is it a movie? Like, if it's a movie that takes place during Christmas, I think you can watch it during Christmas. And, to me, that's Die Hard. Because it is on my top list of movies I have to watch around Christmas. But it's because it's a movie that takes place during Christmas. So, I watch it. Again, during Christmas. But if you're talking right. about, hey, is it a Christmas movie? No, I'm going to have to say no. I'm, gonna, I, I'm sorry to let down anybody that's listening that thinks Die Hard's a Christmas movie. But no, it's not. I can't I can't say that. Well, is is Home Alone a Christmas movie then? If he sets up traps in his house and that could happen any time of the year? Uh, yeah, I think we're... Yeah, I, I, to me that doesn't matter. I mean, you can do other stuff. Yeah. I mean, it, yes, it, it is a movie that takes place during Christmas, but it is about Christmas. Like, it's about, you know, his family during Christmas and his relationship with them. And okay. The, you I know, the, the neighbor down the street and his deal with his son and his granddaughter and all that stuff. So it's kind of a Christmas spirit type movie. There you me. go. That um, makes sense. But anyway, so my four most disliked Christmas movies. I'm going to go with two that are kind of obvious. Um, especially if you've seen them, and two that may cause some controversy. So that's what I'm going to start off with. So um, I actually enjoyed the Christmas Chronicles, the Netflix uh, Kurt Russell oh, um, yeah. Christmas movie, yeah, but I did not at all enjoy the second one. Christmas Chronicles 2 was lame. It was a cash grab. It was it was the typical movie that I think if they actually made toys would have been made for the, the toys with the little 
the little elves or and, and mm-hmm. then the little creatures. I can't stay in Christmas Chronicles too. To me, it almost ruins the first one. But I will watch the first one again. But the second one's just hot garbage. Um, I didn't even know there was a second one. So yeah, don't waste your is time. It, does it have the kid from Deadpool too? Yes, yes, he's the bad guy. Okay. <laughs> does he play the same characters that. in Deadpool too? Basically. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he's, he plays Belsnickel, I believe that's yeah, his name, actually. I think so, yeah. I think he does play Belsnickel. Belsnickel. That sounds like it. Um, the other one's All another right. sequel. Um, so be cool, actually, real, real quick, though. That would have been like yeah. a straight-to-DVD kind of movie? Is that yeah, I think so. Okay. I would, it definitely has straight-to-VHS tape type of vibes to it. <laughs> Bargain uh, bin. Yeah. Another one, I mean, I could have just gone down the list of, of sequels, um, you know, like with all the Home Alones after Home Alone 2, but I didn't go down that route because I didn't really see them, so I was kind of sticking with stuff that I've seen. Um, Did you have high hopes for it when you saw it? Is that part of the reason it's on that list? Yeah, I, I thought, I was like, hey, the first one was a pleasant surprise, and then the second one came out, and I was like, man, they just, and I saw it, and I was like, ah, this looks like it's going to be a letdown, but I'm going to give it a whirl anyway. I was like, yeah, it was a letdown, so kick myself for that one that one was my fault um the other one is santa claus three um i think santa claus one is spectacular it's like my one of my top five christmas movies um santa claus two is still good to me it's it doesn't live up to number one in my book but the third one the one uh with martin short it's just it's just too campy like it it totally to me that is the one with the robot Santa, right? I'm trying to think, or is that the second one? Santa Claus 2 is the robot Santa. The robot Santa one, right. So so to me, it started kind of getting campy with the robot Santa. And then when it went with all the different holiday people and all that stuff with the third one, that one just kind of lost me. Um, I just... I know some people actually like that one better than the second one. Austin, do you like that one better than the second one? Because I saw your reaction when I mentioned it. I may have something to say when it gets to me. Oh, well, you may have it, something to say. Yes. Okay. Well, maybe it's on his now. list. So I don't want to okay. say it now. I, I don't want to go out of order. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, because that's what we're worried about is here is organization. We've <laughs> we'll, always we'll, been okay. We'll, about we'll, but okay, I'll, I'll comment on it. All right, comment I, on it. I would. I will. So I will swap those two for you, and uh, I'll raise you that I think Martin Short made it. In more enjoyable than the Santa Claus 2. I thought the robot Santa in Santa Claus 2 is absolutely unbearable. That's the one part. Yeah. I wish it would have been kind of reversed almost. And, and I yeah. don't know if this makes sense, but I wish just Martin Short's character would have been in Santa Claus 2 and the okay. robot thing would have been in 3. And then right. to me, then you just totally trash 3. You don't ever talk about it again. And it makes Santa Claus 2 almost as good as Santa Claus or the first Santa Claus, I guess. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so now I'm going to get to my two controversial ones. Um, okay, so those are okay. Thank you. Yeah, those are, I, I would think, not too controversial, although Austin was a little on the fence about it. But that's okay. <laughs> I pushed him back on his side of the fence. He's good. He enough. raised his fist, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, the next one's the Polar Express. Oh. I did not dislike this one at first. Uh, and it was actually one of our family traditional Christmas movies to go see. And we, we actually bought the kids the books and the bell. And we used to go to uh, a couple of hours from us. There was a train station that would do the Polar Express thing where you could ride. And they would serve hot chocolate and do the sure. whole Santa Claus thing and all that jazz. Um, but over the years, and I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it, I got burnt out on it or if it just eventually maybe the... 
the hype from it or something kind of wore off, but it's very boring and very slow paced to me. Like I do not enjoy watching it anymore. Like I have a list of movies that I try to make sure I watch every Christmas season and it's it's been taken off my list. And that list has got 12, 15 movies on it. So it's not like it's a, a short list and it didn't make the cut. It's just mm-hmm. it was just like I, I just can't watch this anymore. Like it's not it's not doing anything for me. Um, that movie terrified me as a kid. <laughs> the the uh, marionette part in the train, you know, where he's like going through the different trains and the ghost on top of the train and in that like certain like train car with all those marionette. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was terrifying. Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> it was kind of like uh, maybe for me and Clint the Willy Wonka scene going through the tunnel because that's that <laughs> that frightened me as a kid. That and the monkeys and Wizard of Oz. Scared the oh, crap wow. out of me. They still kind of scare me. Those are not uh, <laughs> those are not scary monkeys. to look at. All right, yeah. and here is my fourth and final most disliked Christmas movie that I know will cause some controversy, and that is The Year Without a Christmas. Without a Santa Claus? Oh, sorry. sorry. I'm looking at something else. <laughs> wrote down so the Year Without a Santa story. Claus. Sorry, 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 sorry. I messed that up. Yeah, The Year Without a Santa Claus. <laughs> mm. Which I know... You enjoy, don't you, Austin? I like it. Um, there are certain parts that I think make it like watchable for me. Uh, I wouldn't say that it's up there with the legendary no, right. tier, but uh, I'm just a big, uh, you know, Heat and Snow Miser fan, right? And so I, but, and, um, yeah, I get it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say that that one is kind of the representative for all those movies around that time that were made like that, because I'm just going to go out here and say it. I don't like any of those movies. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like the, um, uh, the Rudolph one. I don't like any of those. I guess you'd call them stop motion from that time right. period that came out. Right. Was that maybe around the 60s, 70s? I'm not quite sure like what the, six, yep. well, the time right. frame is on mm-hmm. those. I, I think a lot of those, as we often find when we grow up, held a special place for us as kids. And that nostalgia factor eventually just kind of wears off. Um, And then we start seeing it not through rose-tinted glasses anymore, but like in reality, we're like, this really does not have any redeemable qualities other than the fact that it like kind of brings me back to my childhood of when I used to sit around watching this movie on CBS, you know, with the had to turn the dial to get to the correct channel that it was going to come on and had to look up in the TV guide when it was going to be on. I just don't care for any of those movies anymore. Like none of them. Like I tried to introduce them to my kids and I was like, God, these are bad. Like my kids wouldn't watch them. I'm like, where are y'all going? You're going to love this movie. And then like half an hour in, I'm like, ah, this is horrible. Like, I'm sorry putting you through this. That's not the Christmas spirit making you watch this trash. Uh, the, I don't like the ones that like aren't Christmas themed, especially I'm not a big fan of like the whole baby new year one and the, the frosty, you know, New Year. I guess they they love the Christmas and New Year's on the Rankin Bass. Yeah, I guess they like, try to extend that and try to come up. You, you know, there's there's not really any other holiday out there that really produces, you know, movies that people will or that will bring people to the movie theater outside of maybe Halloween when you're talking about like scary movies or something. Because that's you know traditionally a month where a lot of your scary horror thriller movies. Uh, you know, tend to come out. So outside of that, I mean, Christmas is the time just to chunk people, you know, chunk things out at people, throw it up, 
you know, see if it sticks type of thing. And sometimes it just doesn't stick. Sometimes it's just hot garbage. Right. <laughs> hot garbage. Hot like garbage. Him. All right. Well, Austin, how about you, uh, you get us through your, your four here? Okay. Well, uh, two of the heads on my, what is it? Stonehenge, as Clint says, <laughs> it is. Um, <laughs> will uh, take the place of Vince Vaughn because uh, I, one, I can't stand him. I, sure. I don't. I just really, I'm not on the Vince Vaughn train. Uh, the internship was was bearable. I, I kind of enjoyed that concept. But anyway, we're talking about Christmas movies. Uh, two of those spots go to Four Christmases and Fred Claus. Uh, uh-huh. I do. I, I really don't have much to say about Four Christmases because, to be honest, it's a movie where you've watched the whole movie through bits and pieces at separate times. No. So I consider myself have, to have watched it maybe a few times just because it was on TV, the only Christmas movie on TV, and I just didn't enjoy it at all. But um, I used to like Fred Claus a little bit. I would actually probably put it in the like the all right tier, but it just really became too... <sighs> I, I don't know, too, too Vince Vaughn-ish for me. It, it almost made it on my list as well, to be honest with you. So Vince it's, Vaughn is awesome at playing Vince Vaughn in every movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's it. I, so I, they better have written that character to to be the one character who right. can and play I, I agree with you. Like, I like him in Wedding Crashers. I like him in Old School, but he's playing yes. himself. He does a great right. job. Um, so yeah. I, yeah, he can't he can't act it was his way out of wet paper sack. So I I get it. I agree with. I mean, I, I guess if that. you if you have a brother, you know, I'm an only child. If you have a brother, maybe it means a little bit more to you. And you know, of course, this could be your favorite Christmas movie, and that'd be fine. But it just really doesn't hit home for me. Uh, you know, when I think of Christmas movies, I think of just that like heartwarming uh, kind of thing. And I guess I'll, I'll put a cheap plug in there for that Ted Lasso Christmas episode this past season, something like that. Like that, that was just too amazing. But um, yeah, Vince Vaughn takes uh, two of the spots. Uh, with I think Reese Witherspoon was in Four Christmas. She was. And, and Reese, Reese is so interesting because she can't act, and she has some really good movies, and then she just has some crap. Yeah. So anyway, go on. Um. So you mentioned I, uh, sibling movies, and and you know if anybody likes sibling Christmas movies, you can definitely replace Fred Claus with Noel, which I, I personally enjoy. I don't know if anybody else likes that um, Christmas movie I, that recently I came out. I think it wa- I watched it last year, if it was last year when it came out on Disney+. Plus. Um, oh, Noel, with uh, yeah, Anna Kendrick and Joe Hader. Yes, exactly. Bill Hader. Okay, now I remember what that is. That wasn't okay, bad, yeah. I agree with you. I like Christmas movies re-watch. that put an interesting spin on things and it's not you know the traditional thing you're used to seeing and to me yeah. that's one of those ones that's kind of come out of nowhere and put something unique it was different yeah i agree movie. Yeah. i agree completely well if we're talking about the opposite of breaking the mold i mean i guess i can put every single hallmark christmas movie on my list then uh just it's gonna be a you know a big list if that's the case because a as lot in, as a in, lot of christmas don't like those well i'm not saying that it's on my Mount Rushmore, but I'm just saying that a lot of them follow the cookie cutter predictable thing. Yeah. Though it's enjoyable. You can sit down and watch some of sure. them. Sure. Uh, I'll, for sure. Yeah. A lot of Christmas movies like to take that, a Christmas Carol mm-hmm. theme and be like, Oh, like here's like your past, like relatives or mm-hmm. all that and become a better person at the end, which is, I mean, it's fine if you do it in a different way. 
but like uh i like scrooged just because i mean it's it's very different it's a little darker but it, we're not here to talk about fairies. let's go um i'm gonna add santa claus too uh i was it was a mix between santa claus 2 and polar express for me to be honest with you really um huh. yeah so not as controversial as i thought I, right? I didn't yeah. think that was a controversial thing, to be honest. Yeah, to anyway. be honest with you, I didn't either. Like, it's it's one that I used to watch, and I actually made a little tier list uh, just for fun a couple, like maybe a week ago, yep. and I put it in the category of bad slash background movies. So, like, it's just a movie that's like would make a really good background movie just when you're opening gifts or something like that, not to pay attention to. You know, to be honest with you, a Christmas story is that for me. Like it always plays on Christmas day. So like Mm -hmm. that's, it wasn't for me growing up, but it was my wife and her family. It was traditionally, you know, just on all day long on Christmas. Right. And so it's kind of on in our house all day long on, on Christmas. And it's the same thing. It's just kind of white noise in the background. Like, well, like when we get to certain parts, you know, like when he goes to see Santa and he gets pushed down this, this uh, slide or when, you know, he gets the lamp um, and, and unpacks it for the first time. You know, there are certain scenes in there that we really like. But, you know, the 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 filler in between those more famous scenes is is there's not much to it. You know, right. I mean, there's Christmas I'll, movies that have those scenes that stick in, like Elf, for example, has a ton of those scenes that just resonate with people. But, you know, the the in-between parts are good as well, whereas like right. the Christmas story and some other Christmas movies, the in-between stuff is, is not is not very mm-hmm. good. See, I, well, I, dis- I disagree with that perception. I understand the concept, but not for that movie. But I digress. I, I have to, like, agree that, you know, though we're talking about the Santa Claus 2, and I'll get back to that in like five seconds, but... A Christmas Story isn't one of my favorites. Like it's, it used, to, you know, it's so quotable, and I think it's very like good for like collectability and nostalgia sake. Mm-hmm. Like you know the bunny suit, you right. know, like the I can't put my arms down kind of thing. But right, uh, but Santa Claus too. You know, I talked about it earlier. I just I really can't ever watch it when it's on. Like I have to change the channel. It's, I don't. It's some, yeah, what, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Or, Oh, that's that's really all I had to say. Well, I don't know this for sure. Like, I mean, I don't, I haven't, you know, done a deep dive into the thinking behind when they produced um, Santa Claus Two, but uh, I, th- I feel like it was more of a vehicle for Tim Allen's kind of comedy that yeah. he had done in years before. Whereas, I think that's what makes the first Santa Claus really good is that there's not as much of that caricature that that Tim Allen you know portrays in some of his stand up that he had done and and whatnot. Whereas that's that's I think what they gave him leeway to do with the second one where he was playing the the robot Santa, uh, for lack of a better term. Um, so that I think that's kind of the part that was the turn off for me. And I'll go back to what I said before. Um, I stick by it. I like the second one better than the third one, and I wish we could combine the two. And take mm-hmm. out the bad elements out of each one and mix in the good elements, and I think you'd have a really good sequel. And mm-hmm. they could have stopped with just just the two movies. But there's a movie called Rise of the Guardians. It's like animated, yes, I've and seen it, that. it reminds me of Santa Claus Three. To be honest with you, you know where all of the little holidays get together. Just a better version of it, right? Definitely. <laughs> well, so so my number four, and I probably should put the most previous one on this, but I haven't seen it, and I've heard awful things. But uh, I'm. You know, to go with number four, I'm going to put Home Alone for Taking Back the House. 
Um, <laughs> Wait, that's not the one that just came out on Disney Plus, is it? It is like, not. Home no, Alone it, again not. for the holidays. Home. No. Oh, I thought it was Home for Home Alone, like for the holidays. I don't know what it's called, but this is the one with um, I forget his name, but he played in. I believe did he play Inspector Gadget? No, he didn't. I don't know, but it, it's. It's a couple who's just taking, like, trying to get this certain item from this, like, rich, very luxurious house that mm-hmm. Kevin stays with, like, goes for Christmas with his dad and everything. And um, I used to think it was cool to, you know, watch the part with all, like, the huge game room and everything. But other than that, it's just, uh, I think it's a really, really bad movie. And they've really uh, done these Home Alone movies very wrong. Should have stopped it. I like the third one. I do like do the third one with the little RC car. Um, I don't think it's the best, but um, maybe stop at three. I don't know. No, they should have stopped at two. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Go for it. It's a very, very thin line when you replace the actor of a character that is <laughs> that is very beloved. Like it's 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 dangerous to do that. I mean, it's it's been pulled off before. Um, you know, one of the ones in most recent memory I can think of is Marvel when they replaced uh, oh, Rhodey uh, um, from Terrence Howard to Don Cheadle. Um, mm-hmm. But it's 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 a slippery slope that you go down, especially if it's something that's very nostalgic for people. I don't. But it know wasn't what the a gap main character is. either. You know what I mean? Um, right. So is Home Alone three not the one that they recast? Kevin, like it's not the same character. Am I thinking of one of those? And that's the problem. There's so many other ones that are just they, straight garbage. I get them all confused. So, so what makes it bearable is I actually like enjoy the movie rather than about the Kevin thing. But they did recast Kevin for the third one. Uh, so wait, that, that is Kevin. I thought that was a different character. I believe his name it. is. I I believe his name is Kevin. I haven't seen it in a little while, but. Um, I think we may be getting one of them confused because I'm looking up Home Alone three and and the they just talked the about Alex kid yeah, yeah. oh is, Alex uh, yeah yeah okay yes it is Alex then yes and that's fine it should have been it, yeah I didn't even know there was one that they recast Kevin there, there, I thought there was one that they recast the the name or tried to use the name again and I, I may be missing it's the fourth one it, again. it's, it's one. the fourth one yeah. Um, yeah, the fourth one uses Kevin, the third one uses Alex, but uh, anyway, yeah, the two Vince Vaughn movies, Santa Claus 2, and then Home Alone 4, uh, I would say is my Mount Rushmore. Okay. I'm ready to hear from, from Clint now with his right. list of four. Well, see, well, well first of all, it's not going to be super exciting. Four Christmases is absolutely on there. I remember seeing that in the theater and just thinking, oh, really? Like, there's just nothing entertaining about this. Like, all you guys do is fight even though you are supposed to be getting along. And, yeah, I, I, I'm glad you said that one. That one was, like, the one that popped in my head instantly. Another one that popped in my head instantly, and I might get some flack for this, is Rudolph, the original stop-motion movie. You won't get any flack from me on that one. The reason, though, I, the reason that one really bothers me is I don't think it's necessarily the movie itself. It's just the concept of, hey, you're a jerk. Or, we don't like you. We don't like you because you're different. Oh, your difference can help us. You want to be friends? Kind of thing. <laughs> That's such a horrible moral like so many other classic stories out there. And it just drives me. It drove me nuts as a kid. Like, why are you picking on this guy who already has, like, you know, essentially a disease? 
that his nose does something. A disease. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, maybe it's alcoholism that turns his nose red. Maybe it that's might what be. the disease was. But that's the point. Like he has a difference. That's a physical abnormality. Like he's physically, you know, it's it's, it's a handicap if you want to. And they're making fun of him, which is just an awful thing in itself. And then they need his help, and all of a sudden they're nice to him. He's just supposed to say, "Okay, right. why not?" So, <laughs> you know, um, with a lot of those movies, like you know, like I mentioned the one, "The Year Without a Santa Claus," and you mentioned the 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 Rudolph one or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I think what got a lot of our attention as kids was obviously not the writing and the story, right. but it was like, "Oh, look, you know, it's different than a cartoon." But you, like as a kid, you're like, "Oh, this is not like real." But it's not a cartoon either. It's something in between. And I, right. I think maybe that's what attracted us as kids to it. And we gravitated to, oh, this is awesome. That's that movie. And then I, we yeah. stopped watching it when we were 10 or 12. And then, you know, we get kids and we're like, oh, we're going to show it to you again. And then we're like, oh, this is crap. No, I, I agree with you. And, I, and to be honest, I still think the stop animation is really cool. I think that's something yes. that I love uh, should be in, I love yeah, appreciated animation. regardless of what it is, you know, Um you know, and I, I even think back to the uh, community Christmas special. I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> you know, I love, the I love claymation. It. Yes, like it's, yeah. a, yes. it's super fun and amazing, and yeah, and that's actually a fun thing. So um, those two were the first two that popped in my head. After kind of looking through some lists here, um, Tim Allen needs to be dragged through the dirt a little more. Christmas with the Cranks was awful. Uh, oh, was, I love oh, it! That's oh, one of my have no. to watch every year the movies. You know, it's funny because I was before I was doing this, I'm like, you know, trying to jog my memory and I'm looking up, you know, best Christmas movies and worst Christmas movies. And Christmas with the Cranks shows up on both lists. Yeah. So I think it's one of those very divisive movies. Either you love it or you hate it. It's there's no in between. I think Jingle All the Way kind of falls into that category. I think as so well. too. And and Tim Allen doesn't help. I just can't stand the dude. I hate that. I love he's... my wife me and my wife watch Christmas with the Cranks every year if we can if we can find it. I love that movie. So looking up on Rotten Tomatoes right now it has a five percent on rotten tomatoes oh that's too high i I still love it but it's too high (laughs) okay so i mean technically you know technicality you know just about a movie i understand but it is so enjoyable to me i put it right under planes trains and automobiles in my little tier list i I feel like yeah you know i meant to ask you that when you came on do you consider Planes, Trains, and Automobiles a Christmas movie? Because I'd seen something earlier in the year. It was around Thanksgiving, and somebody mm. wrote an article for Variety or one of those entertainment magazines arguing that Planes, Trains, and Automobiles was not a Christmas movie, that it was actually a Thanksgiving movie. Because uh-huh. it, the, the gist of it, of the article, was how, like what I talked about earlier, about like a lot of the holidays don't have movies besides Christmas, and then of course you're you know, horror movies around Halloween. And mm-hmm. and the argument that they were making was Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is a movie that you should watch over Thanksgiving with your family. Mm-hmm. So I was just wondering what your take on that was because I saw it on your Twitch stream list that you shared the other day. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, that's, you know, that's a good question. There needs to be, like, an official, like, ranking system of, like, what qualifies something as, like, a holiday movie. I would call it, I would call it more of a holiday movie yeah, than a Christmas yeah. movie. I wouldn't argue um, that point. I don't watch it until maybe it's around Thanksgiving time because sure. of that. Right. Uh, and, you know, like it has that feel to it. I feel like a movie can have like a certain feeling to it that you can Absolutely. watch it during Christmas time. 
Maybe it's uh, like a so, Nightmare Before Christmas. Maybe it's a one that bridges between two holidays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Planes, Trains, and Automobiles bridges Thanksgiving and Christmas together. That that would be my hot take, probably. I don't enjoy Nightmare Before Christmas as much as a lot of people do. Like, I put it's, it right it, there. It, it, it took yeah. me a while. I think once my daughter started watching it and she liked it, I liked it more, to be honest. I think I, as I was watching a, as a kid, I didn't love it. I think, again, we got to get back. It's it's stop motion, so it's another interesting art form. So mm-hmm. it kind of usually le- uh, elevates a little bit. And I do like the – and like I said, I enjoy Christmas movies that have a different story to tell. And to me, mm-hmm. that one does have a very different story to tell. Uh, in it i'm not gonna say it's not on my list like i still have not watched it yet even though technically you could watch it around halloween if you wanted to so it's not very high up on the list but it's also not low on the list if that mm-hmm. if that makes sense kind of a mid-tier thing for me sure sure and i do like right. that one um my last one uh is it's a wonderful life <laughs> that movie just does not do anything for me jimmy stewart is not a good actor i don't know who gave what no okay see i was with you up to the point when you (laughs) said jimmy stewart is not a good actor like i was like yeah i'm kind of like you know with it it's a wonderful life i don't really like it it's kind of too depressing i get the point at the end whatever blah 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 and then you said james jimmy stewart was not a good actor and now you and i are not friends anymore because how can you say that have you ever seen mr smith goes to washington <laughs> yes, it's awful. Oh my god, what is the matter with you, Clint? Get out of here. Maybe if it had Rick and Morty in it, maybe you would like it. Or maybe, maybe that's know. what it is. Maybe it was animated, but oh, he, he Jimmy just... Stewart is gonna come back from the dead, and he's gonna play Rick Sanchez in the Rick and Morty movie, and then you're gonna love him. I can't <laughs> believe you said Jimmy Stewart was not a good actor. I'm, I've, I've, god, never, I've never understood. The Are you putting him and Vince Vaughn in the same category? Like, what's the matter with you, man? Like, <laughs> how, how dare you? Okay, okay, I'll get, he's a better actor than Vince Vaughn, but that's not okay. saying anything. I need yes, to draw. I need to draw this Vince Vaughn yeah, can't act at all at least yeah, Vince Vaughn's yeah. and Jimmy Stewart's face oh yeah, my I, gosh I had It's a Wonderful Life up there with great Christmas movies oh, no. um, just I, I honestly could say that it was in one of my like legendary tears a couple of years ago just because of I guess how much I enjoyed it on the first couple of watches uh, but then you know you realize that life is taking an absolute dump on him the entire movie yeah. And that, you know, you're like, oh, my goodness, this is this is really depressing. But uh, Jimmy Stewart, man, he has one of the most recognizable, like acting like voices, I would say. Yeah, like, it just screams sure. like old time movie. I'm you know, I'm not even arguing. I haven't even seen the movie that Joey mentioned, uh, but. It's about you know, being a politician I, and being doing the filibuster on on the Senate floor. It's a very very it. famous movie. It's it's besides it's a wonderful life. It's probably his yeah, uh, next most famous. That one in uh, what's the other one? Mister Deeds. Um, something I'm trying to think. But anyway, if you have not seen Jimmy Stewart in Mister Smith Goes to Washington, I cannot recommend it more. Clint cannot recommend it any less. Oh, <laughs> um, that's but, not but um, as far as um, Miracle on 34th Street kind of falls into that same category as Mm -hmm. where... um, um, It's a Wonderful Life Falls. Yeah, It's a Wonderful Life Falls. You know what really threw me off on It's a Wonderful Life? Like, totally off the fence as to whether I liked it or not? We were... I'm trying to remember if we were in Branson. I think it was we were in in Branson. (laughs) There's a Silver Dollar City. For people that are not familiar with the Midwest type of things, it's an amusement park. It's more country-themed. Um, <clears throat> rural theme type thing, but they were doing a play of it, 
and we were like, oh, you know, it's because we went over Thanksgiving break. We're like, oh, it's a Christmas play. Let's go see it. And I was so bored. I'm like, oh, so this is what it's like when you sit down from beginning to end and hear the story. Because it's kind of like what Austin was talking about earlier. It's one of those ones that you've probably seen the whole thing, but you have to put it together from six or seven different times that you saw it on at a random relative's mm-hmm. house or it was on in the background when you were opening presents or something like that. Um, but yeah, once I finally sat down and heard the whole story from start to end, I'm like, this is this is horribly depressing. I, and I get that's not what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be to give you hope and to say that, you know, it, you know, you do make a difference in people's lives and if you weren't there, their lives would be different. But... I just, it's not a movie that gets me in the Christmas spirit. And I know it probably does for some people, but it doesn't for me. (laughs) To me, it would be better off not shown at Christmas and have some other thing attached to it besides the Christmas holidays. And then maybe to me, it would be a little bit better of a movie in general. But no, I'm I'm with you, Clint. I don't, I don't enjoy that, that movie. It's more of a thing about like, you know, suicide prevention than holidays, in my opinion. Um, because anyway, anyway, yes, that's how I feel about that. So it's, that's my kind of piece together top four. I'm sure there's or worse four, I guess I should say bottom four. I'm sure there's others I could t- sub in there at some point, but that's what I got. Uh, you know what? While I'm looking, because I, I, Austin, I'm glad you mentioned the Rotten Tomatoes. I've been looking through lists as we've been talking, and some of the worst Christmas movies that are according to Rotten Tomato, and that have come up multiple lists I've seen. Home Alone three is on there. Unaccompanied, unaccompanied minors, which I'd never heard of. Um, is on numerous lists. The 2004 version of Noel, again, never heard of it. Four Christmases, of course. I'll be home with for Christmas in 1988 with heartthrob Jonathan Taylor Thomas, which <laughs> I've never heard of. Um, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians from 1964. Um, that sounds epic. It, it almost looks like it'd be something you'd see on like uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 because um, they're horrible costumes. And you know, I wonder if it is because you know they have some Christmas episodes that they did. So I'm wondering if it is it on there be. or maybe the new season. So anyway, moving on. Fred Claus is on, pull, on multiple lists as you, we discussed. Uh, a Medea Christmas with Tyler Perry has come up multiple times. Oh, yeah. Um, Love the Coopers, which I think I remember seeing and not especially liking, but that came out in 2006. Uh, you guys mentioned Santa Claus. Jingle All the Way is, again, polarizing. Comes up some bad lists and some that doesn't. Um, let's see. Just seeing what we, there's this movie called Black Christmas that came out in 2006. It's a horror movie about Christmas. I'm not surprised. It's the redo there. of it. The remake. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see that come multiple times. Deck the Halls with Danny DeVito, which I've not even I was about it. to say, that is another one that I noticed was on both lists. And I actually like Deck the Halls with... with uh, uh, Matthew um, Broderick, I think it was like, Broderick, and and Danny DeVito. I, I enjoy that movie. It's it, it to me. It's in that same tier as um, Christmas with the Cranks. Like, and it's funny because they're right next to each other in the list. <laughs> so you have he's, to, a, he's a terrible father in that movie, but it's a good movie. And there's another, another one that com- comes up as the Nutcracker in 3D. So it sounds like that was just made because <laughs> there was a 3D movie. <laughs> um, there's another one. That I, I don't maybe it's just my wife that enjoys it. So I'm, I'm wondering if y'all have either seen it or heard of it. And which y'all's take on it? It's a movie that she one year it was like coming on. She's like, oh, you have to watch this. I love this Christmas movie coming up. And I was like, I'd never even heard of it. She's like, oh, I can't believe you've never seen it. We've got to sit through it and watch it. And it was really hot garbage, like melting lava hot garbage. <laughs> which it is was magma. 
Which, yes, Magma. Which is Santa Claus the movie starring Dudley Moore. I don't know if anybody... It, it it is look if you just want to say hey this this christmas i want to have ruined i don't want to be in the christmas <laughs> spirit i just want to be bitter and angry and just frustrated at how my life is i'm gonna watch the santa claus movie starring dudley moore because it is just I, I, oh from 1985 i see it on here okay yeah yeah, you want to yeah. you want to have your life ruined? You you listen to that speech that that girl gives halfway through Gremlins. Uh, that'll <laughs> that'll really put you in the holiday spirit. The first one? The yes, the first Gremlins about how our father passed away. Oh no! I guess that could be considered a Christmas movie, couldn't it? Yeah, I think well, it's another one that's like Die great, Hard and yeah. and some of those others where it's like, yeah. is it a Christmas movie or is it a movie that takes place during Christmas? So. Uh, it's like Hawkeye. Is Haw- Hawkeye a Christmas uh, Hallmark show, or is it? I haven't watched it yet, so don't say anything. No spoilers. I like the sound. The soundtrack is is well. I guess this isn't a spoiler. Classic Christmas themes, so I guess it can be considered. Yeah, I I, 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 I'm enjoying Hawkeye. I'm not going to spoil it for Clay, but I am enjoying Hawkeye. It really does feel like I, I said this a couple of times to people. It really does feel like a a, a Marvel show that's being produced by the Hallmark Christmas Channel, um, but in a good way. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm actually enjoying enjoying the show. I'll have to keep that in mind when I see it here coming up. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Keep an open mind. I know I know it's gotten a few negative reviews. It's gotten um, a lot more positive. It but it's got that's what I was about to say. It's yeah. gotten a lot more positive. I've seen a so. few people kind of you know try to attack it with certain stuff, but it's it's good. It's good. I, I, I feel like we're getting a little off topic here, but I feel like people there's some people out there who are I'm going to say disappointed with Spider Man. Because of how the, all the hype, and I wonder if that's kind of the case here, is it's been hyped up so much that they see it and they're like, eh, okay. You know what, you say that, but, and I'm sure we'll probably do an episode later about Hawkeye and we can talk to, uh, talk about it more, but sure. to me, Hawkeye didn't seem like it did have a lot of hype around it. You know, I think uh, it, Division it, had a lot of hype, I think Captain uh, mm-hmm. Winter Soldier right. did, mm-hmm. um, I think I think Loki did. I just didn't feel a lot of hype I feel for like, Hawkeye. I guess, let me clarify, when I say hype, it's more like once people started watching it and saying, oh, it's better than I thought, or oh, it's so good, yeah. I'm surprised. It's that kind of hype, not the hype. And I think there's people out there that just, regardless, are just going to be that person that always really, doesn't like things just really so they can kind of thing. feel relevant. Oh, yeah. I didn't like that, that everybody yeah. else liked. Look at me, I'm, I'm different, I'm unique. No, you're I think for myself, I'm not a sheep. Yeah, right, exactly. I mean, it's one thing if you dislike stuff every now and then that other people like, but just, just that's to be your it. personality, that, that's that's your thing, is that you just dislike everything else that people do like. Okay, man. Yeah, people come to mind with that, too. But regardless, um, I think we've, we've shared some very good movies maybe to avoid or at least to think about before watching this holiday, but um, let's let's get that bad taste of our mouth. I'm kind of curious, and this can just be a free-form, open discussion. What are some of your favorites? What should people watch? For holiday movies, I'll go first. While you guys are thinking, Elf is an absolute must-watch. Yes, and and, and um, I I know we have a sister podcast that that kind of poo-pooed it, which I'm really surprised about. But um, Will Ferrell, if you're not a Will Ferrell fan, this is not a typical Will Ferrell movie. If you've never seen it, I need to make sure to say that. I mean, I, I this isn't uh, you know the Butabi Brothers or Old School or Anchorman. It is a totally different character. And uh, not the same kind of humor as I think that is, but so many fun things, a fun, a very fun concept on the holiday, and and just just some fun. There's something for everybody in that movie, in my opinion. The five that I have to watch every year, okay, yes. are Elf, mm-hmm. the Santa Claus, 
Okay. The first uh, one? Just uh, the first one, yes. Okay. Um, Home Alone. Also the first one, right? Die Hard with an asterisk because, again, <laughs> I, I have to admit it's not technically a Christmas movie, but it's a movie I enjoy watching at Christmas because it involves Christmas in it. Sure. And then uh, Klaus. 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 We, we watched it last weekend. Austin, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but you need to. You actually really like it. Klaus? Oh, I love Klaus. Yeah, yeah it's one it of my great. new era, I guess, yeah. favorite ones. It wasn't on your list. That's why I bring it up. I, I didn't hear uh, Jim Carrey's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I, I love that one. I, it's, I, it's good, but to me, it's it's not top tier. Well, you took, second, my, more you took my top tier. three when you listed five. So Christmas Vacation and Jingle All the Way was also on there as well. If you want a very corny, very fun, mm-hmm. uh, vibrant Christmas movie, Jingle All the Way is the way to go. Yeah, Christmas cool. Vacation is definitely on my wife's like. like I had to buy that one on Blu-ray because we couldn't find it anywhere streaming this year. It, it, it's just like on the outside looking in for the top sure, five. For but it, it's definitely entertaining. I, I I agree with you on that one for sure. Um, I was going to mention something else we were talking about. Why can't I think of what it was? Oh, Klaus. Klaus was not on your list, but it is very good if anybody hasn't seen it. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's animated, and it has some fun voices in it, including uh, the guy that plays uh, the bad guy from Scott Pilgrim, which always cracks me up that he's uh, one of the main voices. White, his voice completely, her name completely escapes me right now. Um, should have won the Oscar. <laughs> right, it, right Scott now. Pilgrim should have. No, that no, too. <laughs> that Jason too. Schwartzman. Yes, Jason Schwartzman. Yes, there it is. Uh, and then, of course, um, uh, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons is is. Klaus, and then uh, why can't I, Rita, not Rita, Rita's... Um, Rashida Jones. Rashida Jones. I was trying to think, she's in the City Bank commercials with her clothes that are way too big for her. But yes, <laughs> um, very enjoyable. I'm trying to think what other ones we've seen. I, I did watch The Night Before Christmas, and it is hard to call that a Christmas movie, because it's like it's like it's kidnapping Christmas, if you think about it. You know? <laughs> um, but it does have, you know, the message to, to you know, let it be. And I'm going to ask this question. Who... Okay, not who. What is your favorite? Because when you mentioned the Grinch, it made me think of this. What is your favorite version of the Christmas Carol story? So you could also throw Scrooge in there, technically, if you want to. And and you had mentioned earlier, Clint, that there was a lot of movies that kind of did that version Mm -hmm. of it. Mine, I will go first, so nobody else can steal it. The Muppets version of. Oh, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good choice. That's a very good choice. Yes, I knew Austin was going to probably say it, so I wanted to go that's, first. That's my choice. I don't well. care if you're the guest or not, sir. Now you have to give me your second favorite version. I used, to be the, I used to be the guest of honor. Now I'm just the guest. I guess. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a recurring character on our podcast. That's what yes. you are. Featuring Austin, go. double underscore keel. Right, the guest. So what would the next your next favorite be? I do enjoy the Jim Carrey um, motion capture, I guess, is I think what they oh, used well, for no, the CGI version. Okay, well, yeah. I think they did the same. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think some of those CGI things they actually did mocap for the for the facial part of it, especially with somebody like him. You want to get all those. Yeah, yeah. Facial expressions that, in there. That but that's right that, that's a close runner up to me. If yeah. if you're gonna do the Christmas Carol story, do the Christmas Carol story. I think I think I would choose like a version of the classic Christmas Carol before I choose like a a rendition. I don't even know if that's a word. Just a revised <laughs> version of it. Um, like I would choose Jim Carrey's over Scrooge, but Scrooge isn't far down there. Like mm-hmm. um, it's been I, so long I, since I've seen Muppet, that. Muppets, Muppets would be mine, and then Jim Carrey's uh, motion capture would be a close second. I'm surprised neither of you said Disney's. 
and Mickey Mouse's. The Mickey Mouse one? Yeah. <laughs> just because just because we have a character who then went on to be recurring in the series and in the show and in the all Disney forever as Scrooge McDuck, <laughs> you know. Um he started there and he So that's and, his first appearance? I believe so. That's where his nice. name came from. Hmm. I, I could I be wrong about that. that. I did not Google it, but I could. I love Clint giving interesting, possibly incorrect facts. We yes, should have one of those be. every I mean, episode. I, where else where else would that name have come from? I mean his name wasn't <laughs> Clark before, you know. So speaking of Clark that McDuck <laughs> Speaking of that, Bill, I'm taking Nate's place, and I also hate math, so you can go ahead and ring well, you that got, you got to screw up math to get it to ring. You well, just can't hate math. Um, just like you got to, to, I got to screw up geometry. You live up north, right, Austin? There you go. Uh, yeah, north, definitely. Like 2 times 7 equals like 13, I believe. Right? <laughs> Close. There we Close go. Closer than Nate would have gotten. Anyway. Welcome, bingo. <laughs> As I said, we've not been doing good purposely giving you squares, and I apologize, but... Uh, what other any other Christmas or holiday movies? Because um, I did. There's some good ones out there. I do enjoy. Um, I'll, oh, go ahead. Sorry, you, no, no. I, I love. Do. I love the more current version of Miracle on 34th Street with the girl who plays Matilda. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's that's a very mm. good story. Yeah, Santa Claus still don't like berated. it. But yeah, he does get berated the entire time, but I I really enjoy that definitely more than uh, I would say more than It's a Wonderful Life, and um, yeah. Just because I was curious, I did just Google Hanukkah movies. I'm sure I spelled Hanukkah wrong. I apologize for that. Um, but uh, one that popped, I did enjoy seeing the night before with Seth uh, Seth Rogen. Good one. Yeah, I guess little little fuckers. I've never seen it. Is considered a, a Hanukkah movie. <laughs> what now? Is it now? That's so like the meet the fuckers. What is that? Like the third one? That's the third one. I think when they have kids, isn't it? Is is that what y'all call me off podcast? Is a little no. Fucker. We call you much worse than that. Oh, okay. Good. An American <laughs> Tale is on there. Uh, I I never thought of American Tale as, as being a Christmas movie. That's Hanukkah another movie. like oh Hanukkah. Hanukkah. I'm sorry. Like Fivel? Like yeah, like Fivel. Yeah. Like that movie is another one that like is very um like people love that movie and I'm just like it's like real depressing again like it's a real just mm-hmm. sad movie like all dogs go to heaven like again I, yeah. I don't like watching that or Land no. Before Time like why was our childhood filled with such depressing <laughs> sad <laughs> tales it explains a lot doesn't it it um, certainly it does. prepares you <laughs> Eight Crazy Nights is on there Fiddler on the Roof. A Crazy Nights is the Adam Sandler animated yeah. one. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Yep. The Hebrew Hammer. I mean, come on. <laughs> There's one about Cletus. Right. No. Clockers. Full Court Miracle. Whatever that's about. Just him it's, crapping on Dorbs the whole time. Yeah, it's just him throwing Dorbs at people and and, and, <laughs> and buying a bunch of stuff online and then returning it at the store because he didn't get the chase and videotaping oh, it. Oh man. There we go. Mistletoe Menorah. All I all I want. For what? Mistletoe. <laughs> I'm just reading you this list that's on from, from first one I saw. A Crazy Nights, Double Holiday, Hitched for the Holidays. I have America. a theory that Hallmark has a name gen- generator for their Christmas movies. Like you can literally <laughs> like put two words together and it's a Hallmark movie basically. So they like start with the title? Right. Yeah. Okay. So like just take an object like like I, I'm drinking water right now, like water bottle for Christmas. I'm pretty sure that's a hallmark. water bottle for Christmas. That's going to happen. As we're all Funko collectors, I can't wait till they do the Funko for Christmas movie. Right there, we go. Or the, fe- the, the, the festival, bundle. the festival of Funko, or something like that. Just to there, we go. Have it up there. But anyway, just to throw there are Hanukkah movies out there. Well, I know we've talked a lot about Christmas. Um, 
So I know that, and we talk trains, planes, and automobiles. I'm sure there's other holiday movies. If you know any, share it with us on our instant or Instagram or Twitter. I was gonna say our social media account. Instagrammer. Instagrammer. That's right. It instant grams. <laughs> I wish I had an instant grandma make me some some baked goods or something. Anyway, um, I think that's kind of our holiday movie discussion, headlined by our least favorite. Is there any additional comments or ending? thoughts you'd like to share before we wrap things up well if i may add do a cheap plug in me and my buddy i meant, I meant, I meant joey not not you oh okay well. <laughs> what a letdown no he'll give you a chance to plug yourself he yeah, lets plug- all our guests plug themselves okay yeah, we'll give us a second we'll wrap up and then we'll like we'll okay. focus yeah. on you instead of doing it now we, we got deal you, my bad my we don't bad. want to hate on that don't you listen to the podcast jeez sometimes <laughs> Just the ones that he's on, not even those. I don't even listen to myself anymore. I don't either, to be honest. I, so, I get enough yeah. of listening to myself while I'm actually recording. I also get enough of listening to Joey while we're recording, so I don't go yeah. back and listen. There you go. But the point is, um, obviously there's something for everybody out there. I hope you guys are enjoying whatever media you like to enjoy. As you can tell, some of us watch more holiday movies than others. I'm not saying it's a bad or good thing. In fact, I feel a little left out, to be completely honest. But I'm glad there's a variety and a plethora of available sources out there. So, um, with that all said, Austin, tell us more where we can find you and what uh, projects you might have going on. Plug away. Sure, yeah. Uh, I'm on Instagram at the Funko Hunko. That is H-U-N-K-O, not H-U-N-D-O, because everybody likes to call me the Funko Hundo. And, <laughs> everybody, uh, including your mom. And, yes, that's, yeah. yeah that's it's a little weird, from. but... Shout I've out to Austin's to mom. It. Shout out to Austin's yes. mom. Hi, Tina. Anyway, uh, on, on Twitter, it's Austin double underscore keel. And just to kind of give a cheap plug that I was uh, interrupted with earlier. Thank you, Clint. Um, I do. Me and my buddy order here, damn party. It. I'm not going to let you talk now because you said that. Right. Kidding. Go there on. you go. I'll, I'll shut up. Me go and on. my good buddy, uh, Tate McCarty, we started a new podcast actually and did our episode one a couple weeks ago uh, called Wacky Retro. And it just focuses on nostalgia, old school Funko collecting, just going to kind of integrate maybe some just like pop culture discussions in there so uh you can find us on wacky retro on twitter and instagram and we are on spotify so yeah check us out are you streaming still are we i am streaming yeah that's yeah there you go clint thank you Uh, i am streaming on uh (laughs) no no thank you don't plug me um (laughs) too late just let it happen (laughs) i i do my own art streams on the funko hunko on twitch uh just kind of Doing some original ideas, have a lot of stuff planned for the new year. Uh, kind of just revamping the channel a little bit, as they say. But um, yeah, check me out there as well. Right now, you're doing Tuesdays and Thursdays, is that right? Yes, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay. And so I'll again. post my uh, schedule, like time wise, on my social media. There you go. So make sure you're following all that, including the pod and Twitch. Very good, my friend. As for us, in case you didn't catch the first time, the underscore dorksman on Twitter on instagram on twitch uh phil penn state phil and i will be streaming on tuesday i don't know what we're playing but we will be playing something so join us there at 7 30 pacific time if you're around uh what else can i we're part of this uh across the streams media where across media.com where you can see all kinds of amazing podcasts and i know they're not done adding so don't be surprised if you see some new material there again something for everybody uh there's the dan Aykroyd podcast which i didn't mention earlier i know they've been doing a lot of stuff um you know, they come out with new material all the time. 
I'm trying to think who else I missed. I know I missed somebody. I'm, I'm going to hate myself for it. But there's 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 some great stuff there. So make sure you check that out. We already talked about Dorksman Bingo. Extra Life is something that's very close to near dear to all of our hearts. We love helping out the kids, change kids' health. That's why we have worked with our guys at Vancer for a Pineapple Madness Ramble. Please check out our social media pages on more details if you need them. But basically, every $5 you donate get you a raffle ticket to win the amazing one of four piece. So please check it out. And uh, you will not be disappointed if you win. I promise. Just want to mention, we do have a special midweek Spider-Man spoiler filled review episode that will be coming out probably on Thursday. So uh, be on the lookout for that. I know we typically release on Monday and this one did release on Monday and we'll have another one the following Monday, but we will have kind of a, a midweek special episode that will be coming out. So be on the lookout yeah. for that. But basically, even seen Spider-Man, go see it now before somebody else spoils it for you because they will. I know there's people that are chomping at the bit to do it online, unfortunately. The internet is dark and full of spoilers. Yes, yes. I, I, I haven't found any fake spoilers out there, but I haven't been looking. But it'd be funny to find one of those. I'll have to look. Anyway, yes, go see it. You'll 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 appreciate it. Well, just like Hawkeye. So I think that's uh, that's it, unless anybody has anything else. So uh, with that said, we'll go for those on the screen. We're going to go counterclockwise. Word, homies. Jimmy Stewart is a national treasure. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Nice. He's talking to you, Clint. Fair enough. I was. This has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast.